Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 83, Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, Rob Parker. What a show we have for you today. Former Major League center fielder Mike Cameron drops by. He'll talk about his son, Daz, who plays for the Detroit Tigers. Also, a reporter from MLBBro.com, Malik Wright. He'll stop by. Plus, foul or fail with J.R. Gamble. That and much more. Let's go. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. You smell that? It's the Chicago Cubs. Unbelievably, at one point they were hotter than hot, and now they are ice cold. Going into Wednesday's game against the Phillies, the Cubs had lost 11 straight games. And Jake Arrieta, yes, the former Cy Young Award winner and World Series hero, you remember that guy from the franchise, continues to get rocked. He was hit hard again uh, in, in the game Tuesday night that gave them 11 uh, losses in a row. He gave up a grand slam, just 10 pitches into the game, and uh, was knocked out after allowing seven runs in one and uh, two-third innings of work. So... um Another tough day at the office. But the Cubs are as bad as it gets. Who would have thought that this team 
uh, would 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 lose eleven games in a row, especially as well as they played earlier in the season. But they are in a funk and need to get out of it. It is their longest losing streak since 2012. So you're talking about almost a decade, nine years. The Cubs just haven't been this bad, but they are bad right now and stinking up the joint. Number two. CeCe Sabathia, the former Yankee ace, has a new book that's coming out, and there were some uh, excerpts of the book that were leaked out on theundefeated.com. CeCe Sabathia talking about the pressure black athletes face to play baseball the white way. And uh, there's some uh, interesting uh, pieces in that that uh, we need to look at when uh, CeCe Sabathia's book does come out. Um, But here's a little sample of what CeCe wrote. Quote, people call that kind of thing old school baseball. They mean it as a compliment, and I appreciate it. Those same people complain about guys doing bat flips after hitting a big home run. Bat flips don't bother me. You beat me. Fine. Celebrate. You're worried about the guy flipping his bat? Worry about throwing a better blanking pitch. If you don't want to see someone pimp a home run, don't give it up. End quote. CC talking about the differences, the clashes between players who play with a little flavor and flair. So he's going to dive into this in this new book that's coming out. It sounds like it's going to be fire. So CC Sabathia not holding back, talking about the game that he played for a long time and had a lot of success. Number three. Things keep getting worse for suspended pitcher Trevor Bauer from the Dodgers, who's on administrative leave with pay. Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers announced on Wednesday that they have canceled Trevor Bauer bobblehead night that was scheduled for August 19th, and they removed all his merchandise from the team and online store. So the Dodgers are deciding that as the investigation continues into uh, assault, and uh, some other charges that, you know, they're going to let Major League Baseball do its investigation and the Pasadena Police Department uh, here in California continue to do its uh, investigations. And Trevor Bauer will be on the sidelines until this thing is kind of figured out and they can figure where they're going. So uh, this situation has really uh, taken a turn for Trevor Bauer and the Dodgers. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. All right, now let's welcome to the podcast former Major League center fielder Mike Cameron, who, of course, once hit four home runs in a game back in 2002. Nobody will forget that. Mike, how you doing? Welcome to the podcast. I'm good, Rob. How's everything, man? And I uh, appreciate it. I appreciate it because, you know, I'm one of the, I guess I'm one of 16 guys. No, maybe a little bit more. I don't know how many guys it is now. There have been a few after me, but I am a proud, the 13th member to be able to hit four home runs in a game. No doubt about it uh, in your 16-year career in the big leagues. Let, let's do this first. The news out front is just the whole goo gate and pitchers, 
you know, juicing up the ball with substances and whatnot. And, and we saw a swing of balance uh, that, that was uh, in favor of the pitchers. And nowadays, Mike, with guys just striking out a lot, batting averages at an all-time low. How, how much of that was going on? And how much did you know when you played that, that pitchers were loading the balls up? Well, you know, I guess me coming into the mid-90s, uh, you know, I had a lot of really, there were, at that particular time, there were a lot of older guys that were still pitching. And, you know, it wasn't like they used a special substance. I think it was the fact that um, they all used something to actually be able to get some grip. I even did that because the balls were so slick. But um, I just think that they have taken it um, through technology and other aspects and taking it and running with it, running with it. And so that's kind of been the thing now. These guys are really using it, uh, to be able to, uh, do more or increase whatever they've been doing. But the, I think the one biggest thing is, Rob, that no one has addressed the elephant in the room is the hitting profile that has changed where guys are on his in his and it's obviously promoted the most is everyone just go for the down right. on every single swing. And that is not baseball. <laughs> That's home run derby. Or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, you know, we I've seen some prolific teams hit homers before, but they were well rounded, well balanced and well rounded i.e. the old Texas Rangers when Alex Rodriguez and those guys were there, uh, i.e. the um, Oakland, Oakland Athletics. Um, you can go on from there to the Cleveland Indians. So there's been uh, some, some teams that can, can, can actually kill you with the long ball. But uh, what's taking place now is just, um, you know, we're banishing parts of the game now that people don't seem or to think that it's being worthy now which I don't understand because when you're playing baseball, you use every piece of um, every aspect of your game in order to try to help win ball games. And I think it's been shined away now a whole lot. No doubt. I'm with you. Uh, guys who strike out as much as they do would have been sent down to the minor leagues years ago, and nobody even bats an eye. It's, it's, it's amazing, Mike. Uh, let, let me ask you about your son, Daz, who uh -huh. is a center fielder for the Detroit Tigers and is off to a good start. I know he just got injured with a big toe, is on the injured list for 10 days. But when did, when did you know he had a chance to make it to the major leagues? Because when I was in Detroit covering Cecil Fielder and his son was in Little League, he was telling me, like, my kid can play, man. He's hitting home runs. I think he's going to make it to the big leagues. And I was like, this is just like a proud dad bragging about his kid. You know, I really didn't know Prince was going to be that good. When did you know <laughs> Daz was going to make it to the big leagues? Um, I, To be honest with you, Rob, I, 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 you just don't know. You just know that I know that he was really good at a young age. But, you know, you just – you know, big league baseball, you just, I mean, it's, it's, part of it is like skill and then part of it is luck. Uh, part of it is probably just opportunity at the most. Uh, but he's been around the game, especially from the age 13s on up, you know, travel with me solo sometimes, learn the ins and outs. And I always said that he probably would be more comfortable in the big leagues than he would be going down to the minor leagues because that's, that's what he knows. And, um, 
So, you know, to, to see and to see his skill set kind of come into fruition the way it has, uh, and to put it together and have an opportunity to play in the big league. I mean, it is about as special in itself to be able to do it because he's not like, you know, like, uh, uh, um, a Vladimir Guerrero or whatever, you know, what right. may have you, some of these prime super, young superstars or whatever it may be. Uh, he is a, um, he's a, a he's a, he's a growing, uh, professional trying to, you know, trying to become a major league baseball player and, Sometimes it's not as easy as it is for other guys. And, you know, with part of his process has been, um, you know, learning how to deal with struggles. And, and, uh, and really some part of him, but it, it has been the injury bug. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and sociopolitical factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our guest is Mike Cameron, former center fielder uh, in the major leagues, played for a number of teams, and his son, Daz, is now with the Detroit Tigers. And he debuted on June 10th. But the following night, talk about your first major league uh, home run, a two-run home run in the bottom of the ninth to tie the game and send it into extra innings. How proud were you of that moment? Those moments right there, man, are so special because I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like, you know, for him to have that opportunity and to actually um, have some success at a moment that most people don't think that, you know, guys are ready for or whatever it may be. And so just the fact that he got an opportunity to do that, man, and, and uh, to uh, help his team win a ball game, in itself it builds confidence in the player. And uh, obviously, you know, the, the only thing I can tell him is, like, how proud of him because I know. I know what it's like. I know what it feels like. And I'm happy that he had some successful moments. Um, uh, but obviously the, the bigger picture of the – of this process is, 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 is growth and getting the opportunity to grow in the game to find out if you can become that everyday player um, that your skill set says that you have. So, you know, I'm, I'm so happy for him that he's getting the opportunity now. I'm happy that, you know, he hit his first homer. Uh, it's, a, it's basically, uh, you know, uh, to put your team up. Uh, against one of the best closers in the league. Uh, so I know it builds, it builds a lot of confidence in you and to understand the skill set. And for him to do it oppo in Detroit, that's, that, that says a lot about, you know, the ability that you have with, with the bat. No doubt about it. His name is Mike Cameron, the former Major League Center fielder. Mike, man, we appreciate you on the podcast. Best of luck to your son and his baseball career. Thank you so much. Uh, anytime, Rob. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know, well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? All-star rosters were announced this past week, and is it any surprise that Shohei Otani made headlines again? He became the first player in MLB history to get voted into the game as both a pitcher and a hitter. Oh, and he'll be competing in the home run derby in Denver as well. Just absurd stuff. 34 first-time All-Stars as of the reserves announcement this past Sunday pushes the total number of All-Stars in MLB history to 1,902, making Shohei's achievement even more amazing, in my opinion. Even though there are only two rookies currently on the roster, youth is definitely served, as Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at 22 became the youngest 
youngest player to be the league's leading vote getter by the fans and the youngest to start at first base since George Boomer Scott back in 1966. In the other league, Fernando Tatis Jr., also 22, hit his 27th home run on Monday night, pushing his at-bat per home run ratio to a tick over nine. That is the lowest by any NL player since some guy named Barry Bonds back in 2004. He'll get his first start on Tuesday at Coors. On the other end, the Yankees' Araldis Chavin has an ERA over 22, yes, 22 in his last nine outings, pushing his season ERA to 4.71. That's the highest by any all-star pitcher in 15 years. Even with Chapman's slide, baseball's best will be fully on display in Denver next week. Taiwan Walker of the Mets didn't make the All-Star team despite basically carrying the pitching staff this season, especially as Jacob deGrom has missed some starts with nagging injuries. Walker kept the Mets in first place in the National League East with dominant performances in which he had gone deep in the games. JR, is it foul or fair to say that Walker was a clear All-Star snub in 2021? Fair. It's a fair ball. I'm not one to complain about all-star snubs because every year there's someone who gets left off that is probably more worthy than someone who was put on, usually from a very bad team, just to satisfy this ridiculous rule that everyone must be represented. But Taiwan Walker of the Mets has clearly been a top five pitcher probably in baseball this season. In addition to that, he's been the Mets' most consistent and available pitcher as Jacob deGrom has been in and out with injuries and missed some starts. The Mets didn't miss a beat because of Walker, who is currently top 10 in ERA and wins for a team that has been offensively inept. So we have seen with each of his starts, if you have eyes, that he has been pitching under pressure and coming through every time. And he's a workhorse, going seven innings often. And he's been as big a reason as anybody, even DeGrom, who can't get past five innings, that the Mets are in first place. It's almost a disgrace that Walker has been overlooked, especially considering he's an MLB bro and black pitchers are as rare as an MLB game where no one strikes out. There's so many young kids of color who are pitching in AAU right now who would be so inspired to see him on the mound for the Midsummer's Classic. And boy, does Taiwan Walker deserve it. The other pitchers selected have decent numbers as well. But we all know that Walker, along with his partner Marcus Stroman, have been the saving grace for the first place Mets. And it's sad that his heroics are being overlooked. Ain't no way he doesn't make it. It just ain't right. Take out the papers in the trash. Yeah. It's time for Trash Talk Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. Your chance to trash anyone or anything in Major League Baseball. This week's trasher is Devoury Nesby Sr., better known as Bright on Twitter. And he tweeted at me this. At the Chicago Cubs. They are the bootiest of the booty. Wow. <laughs> yes, if you want your tweet to make it on the podcast, make sure you hit me up on Twitter at Rob Parker FS1. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. 
Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. All right, now let's welcome to the podcast a content reporter for MLBBro.com, Malik Wright, who's in Arlington, Texas, and uh, covers a lot of uh, baseball down it uh, down that way. And uh, the All-Star Game is coming up, Malik, next week in Denver at Coors Field. But the big thing Monday is the Home Run Derby. And we found out that uh, Juan Soto from the Nationals has joined the Derby mix and Joey Gallo from the uh, Rangers. Well, what do you know about Joey jumping into this? Man, Joey's, Joey's one. And first off, how you doing, Rob? Joey's one of the best power hitters in the game. Uh, we've known it since 2016 down here in Texas. We've seen him hit shots hit balls in places that nobody in Rangers history has ever put them. Uh, earlier today, in today's game, he went deep twice while they announced that he was going in the derby. I think he's very underrated, and he's entering this contest today. He's instantly the favorite after entering. He's he's great. Better than Otani, who leads the major leagues with 31 home runs, so you're going with the hometown guy instead of the best two-way player we've seen since Babe Ruth? Now, look, I, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope Otani shut me up, which he has done all season. I had no expectation for Otani to be the best player in baseball, to put up these MVP numbers that he is. I mean, he's became the face of the game. So if he is able to win this home run derby, I think he just adds to that, to that mantra that he is what they've been calling him lately. I mean, the numbers he's been putting up is crazy. It's going to be nice to see a superstar in that game, and I hope he's, he's, he's successful in it. Speaking of that, you got the Derby or the All-Star game. Uh, which is your favorite? Some people love the Home Run Derby. I've seen some great ones over the last couple of years. I remember the judge comeback in Miami, uh, a couple others where guys have just gone off hitting home runs. It ain't as easy as it looks. Or are you an all-star game guy? The baseball all-star game to me is still the best all-star game of all. Which one do you like and why? Yeah, and I, I like the new format that they've used recently with the Derby where it's sort of the, the tournament bracket style. I feel like it's moved it by quicker, and it's made it a lot more interesting for the fans. But I more so enjoy the game. I enjoy seeing the best hitter in the league face the best pitcher that you don't see matchups in the regular season. You don't get to see Mike Trout face off against you Darvish of the San Diego Padres or Joey Gallo get to go against people from the Marlins. We get to see Acuna next to Trout. It, it, it's nice to see all that talent next to each other and getting to compete. So I like the game more than the uh, actual derby. Our guest is Malik Wright. He is a content reporter for MLBBro.com. And baseball made a big decision. I just said the All-Star game is going to be at Coors Field in uh, Denver. But baseball moved the All-Star game. It originally was supposed to be in Atlanta. Uh, You know, um, some voter suppression uh, rules and laws that went into effect. Baseball decided to pull the game. Where are you on this? Did baseball make the right decision? I definitely think baseball did make the right decision, and they're trying to bring a different audience to the game. So I think by moving it from Atlanta, they they showed that um, they, they they showed support towards that audience that they're trying to reach. Now the place that they picked, Denver, Colorado, 
I think I know you're going to the game next week, Rob. It's going to be a show. We're going to get to see a home run derby in the best hitters park in all of baseball, and then we get to see the the game the next day in the same park. I think we're going to get the same. We might get a deeper home run in the game than we get in the actual derby. So I'm actually glad that they decided to move it to Colorado. It's a beautiful city at that. Downtown's a beautiful place. Last thing, uh, you wrote a story on MLBBro.com about the black players who were snubbed from the All-Star game. Who was, the do you think, the biggest player who got snubbed and will not be in Denver? If you put a gun to my head and make me choose one, I'm going to say J.P. Crawford, and here's why. He has a 1.4 defensive war, defensive run save. That's the highest by far with between any position in all of baseball. So he's getting it done there. At the plate, 289 batting average and nearly has 30 RBIs. He's been the most consistent player on a Mariners team. that They had Kyle Lewis uh, last year's rookie of the year. We weren't expecting J.P. to bring the offense, but with Lewis going down and the Mariners dealing with a slew of other injuries, he played in 84 of 85 games. I just think he should have been their representative. I also think that Byron Buxton could have got a few more votes. Um, even though he's injured, we also had Mike Trout, who was injured. Buxton's played in more games than Trout, and his numbers are better than Trout. Um, but ultimately, I think J.P. Crawford should be in Denver. All right, there he is, Malik Wright. Follow his stuff on MLBBro.com. Thanks, Malik. All right, you're welcome, Rob. Enjoy Denver next week. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Strike three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA, and it isn't even close. Baseball is better than the NBA and the NFL, and it ain't even close. You know why? Because coming up, the trade deadline will hit, and teams get a chance to make their teams better. It doesn't happen that often in the other sports, not in the NFL where you make a trade midseason and you get the missing piece that you need to make a run in the playoffs. Same thing in the NBA. They have a little bit better uh, luck with trades and getting players, but definitely not the NFL. But in Major League Baseball, you could be missing that second baseman or that leadoff hitter or that guy out of the, that left-handed arm out of the bullpen or whatever, and teams that fall out of contention are willing to give those players up. So you can have a team that's pretty good, but you're like, man, we need a second baseman. Man, we need this. Man, we need that. And guess what? At the trade deadline, you can make it happen, make your team better, and pick up a piece that could possibly put your team over the top and give it a chance to win a World Series. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station.
Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.